Expert Insights is an ongoing medical education podcast. The Carl Division of Continuing Education designates that each episode of this enduring material is worth a maximum of 0.25 AMA PRA Category 1 credit. To collect credit, please click on the link and complete the episode's post-test. This podcast forum is brought to you to share expertise and insights within our integrated delivery system to help us improve the health of the people we serve and achieve world-class accessible care. This is Expert Insights. Here's your host, Melanie Cole. Healthcare providers often expend significant time and money on obtaining prior authorizations for services, and this effort can really present a a substantial burden for clinicians and staff. My guest is Dr. Robert Good. He's the Chief Medical Officer of Carl Medical Management and Health Alliance Medical Plan. So, Dr. Good, how does prior authorization affect timely patient treatment access? What's, What's the connection there? Well, hopefully it doesn't affect it at all. If everything works well, it's done right, and uh, the system works well, uh, the information should be able to be put in, and we should be able to almost automatically get a response. So how can providers and health plans work together to improve the efficiency? Do you feel that there's a lot of work still to be done? If the system is mainly automated, that is, there is an electronic way of, of inserting the information uh, through an electronic portal, if that portal is connected to a computerized system that can analyze the data that's being put in, uh, the results of the prior authorization ought to be almost immediate. Uh, and so the trick is if you've got an automated system is to get as much information that is needed for decision making to be put into that electronic portal right off the first, the first time. If that can occur, particularly when it involves uh, advanced imaging, uh, most of these electronic systems uh, will give an answer within seconds. So as long as you brought up technology, what, what technology can expedite the pre-authorization process and make it more seamless? Is, is this technology already out there? Right. It, so we use a system in, in which the, the, uh, the information is placed in uh, the electronically can determine if the key information is present. If it is, it'll give almost an immediate result. If it isn't, it may push this to a person, a nurse at the other end, who may review the information, uh, and they may uh, ask for additional information, or they may have to push it off to a medical director. If that happens, it takes more time. So the real key to this is utilizing uh, particularly within the health alliance system, is using the electronic portal, getting the right information in there, what, what's required to make a decision, uh, so that the computer system can make an immediate result. Now, that gets a little more difficult when we're talking about operative cases. So in that case, the electronics is not near as, as advanced. Uh, and so Oftentimes, that may have to get to a person, a nurse, and it may take up to 24 hours to get a result. Uh, we run about, within the CARL system, about 94% of all of our uh, electronic submissions having a result within 24 hours. Uh, about 99% of some of the areas occur within one day. So some areas are a lot more electronic than others. 
Do you think it's reasonable to ask patients to understand their role in managing healthcare costs, which in turn can also expedite this process? It's, it's really more about doing the right thing. It's, it, the prior authorization process is really more about following best practice standards. And as a patient, I would like to make sure that 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 the physician or surgeon that's going to be working uh, is following best practice. I think it should give the patient some reassurance that someone uh, is doing some diligence to make sure that the system is working properly. Uh, oftentimes, we'll get requests for an imaging study that maybe could be done by a different imaging study. And that imaging request may actually be more expensive. So it's about doing the right thing. Yes, there is some cost reduction to this, but that's more about not duplicating services and getting the right uh, type of testing or the right type of procedure the first time. So we really focus on what is best practice more than, you know, what the cost reduction would be. Should patients be involved in in helping control costs? Yes, but they really it's really more about overutilizing healthcare services, uh, and I think that they should be aware that of the potential harm that can happen when we overutilize. So, how do you balance the cost containment with those treatment outcomes? If you know, if you're if you're determining and rooting your decisions in clinical validity, how are you balancing that? Well, we believe that doing the right thing is really what we want to do, and that that's our value. It's it's in providing the best service with the best practice, as documented by uh, by well defined outcomes that's evidence based in nature. And if we can do that, that's the best care we can provide for the patient. Is there a way to evaluate the impact on on outcomes? Well, we do. I mean, there is a obviously there is a cost to going through a prior authorization process. And so you want to make sure from a business perspective that there's a return on that investment. And, and indeed, that that certainly happens. But the primary mission here is really maintain the highest quality care that we can. Tell us about Carl's prior authorization techniques that improve your best practice outcomes and the Health Alliance Insurance Company's process. Well, again, we use an electronic type of system. This this computer system actually has predictive analytics attached to it. So if a physician uh, who is a, a placing or his staff is placing in a portal uh, an application, let's just say for an MRI scan, and, and at a high percentage of the time, that data that's submitted is meeting criteria to have that scan pers- uh, completed, and it gets approved uh, over time, the computer starts to learn that particular provider. So if they do really well, they start to learn that, hey, uh, this person generally does it well, and so the threshold of the information needs to be there may start to decrease a little bit, and the approval rate is easier. By the same token, somebody who is having difficulty in getting the right procedure or getting the right information into that electronic system the computer will also analyze that and, and start to understand that this provider maybe is not getting the information in adequately every time, and that it kind of raises a threshold some. So the, the, the analytic system will really help the provider who uh, is making the right type of decisions each time in order to expedite this. Uh, we also uh, have the ability to have uh, uh, true peers uh, so in highly surgical specialties and other types of high 
specialties, true peers to be able to evaluate and assess. Now, there, as we get into specialties, oftentimes there's very unusual cases, and those types of cases require a lot of medical judgment, and, and that judgment ought to come from a true peer, somebody in the same specialty. So we were able to utilize that as a, as a mechanism. We also do our own appeals process. So if there is a denial, initially, uh, our Health Alliance medical directors will review the appeal process, look at the, the best evidence data, and, and make it a little uh, closer to home as far as the, the uh, uh, deci- final decision is concerned. So I think in those kind of processes, we really look toward what's the best practice that's out there and how can we use the electronic system to make this as quick and non-invasive into a, a physician's practice as possible. Do you see any barriers to patient care access as far as patients and providers who don't know or maybe are not aware of what treatments they can and can't access? Yeah, I mean, I, I think that if there is a an, a provider office that doesn't uh, truly understand what we're what the why why we're trying to do this and the process that needs that we need to go through in order to get the right information that can slow down the process. So if the provider's office is using a lot of faxes instead of using the electronic portal, uh, if they are always putting everything in urgent rather than going through the electronic portal, those are things that can slow down the process and uh, might uh, create some concerns for the, in, in a surgical procedure, let's say. Uh, most of the time, uh, the majority of procedures are elective. There's time to do this. We set standards of uh, 48 hours for, or 72 hours for more urgent, uh, or 48, almost immediately for urgent requests for, uh, uh, otherwise we give up with 14 days to make a decision depending upon the complications of the procedure and then, and, and that type of thing. So there's time barriers that we limit ourselves as to when we have to be able to make decisions. So in summary, Dr. Good, tell other physicians what you'd like them to know about Carl's preauthorization techniques to improve their own best practice outcomes. Well, I think the first thing is to make sure that the information is available for the staff to get the information into the portal. So it's very clear what the request is and the why for the request. So the, the, the data and information to be able to make a decision is placed into that portal so that the electronic system can do its thing. And if it if that can't make a decision, that the first line of reviewers can make a decision. Uh, that's the first step, and we'll make this a whole lot easier if they can do that. If there's a need for an urgent request, then a phone call to get that urgent request uh, approved would be appropriate, and that generally will result in a physician-to-physician discussion and generally, that's, it, that should happen relatively quickly. Uh, I think those are kind of the, the key things. It's just the first time that, that the information is placed in. It needs to be as accurate and complete as possible. Thank you so much, Dr. Good, for being with us today. It's really great information. You're listening to Expert Insights with Carl Foundation Hospital. For a listing of Carl providers and to view Carl-sponsored educational activities, please visit carlconnect.com. That's carlconnect.com. We hope the information gained will be applicable to your work and life. This is Melanie Cole.